Welcome to Sisology. Sisology is the study of dope as millennial women learning to navigate through the modern world by sharing experiences, minding their business, avoiding drama, and bossing up. Hey, sis. Just know this is a judgment-free zone where we unapologetically break down all things women, life, love, and hustle. We're here with your sisters, Naima, Nia B, Lulu, and Kay. So honey, fill up your glass, pull up a chair, take some notes, and get ready for a dope-ass session. Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Sisology. Ladies... Hey. Hey. Welcome wow. back. Welcome back, y'all. I missed y'all. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> Especially because are we letting them know this is our season finale? Yes. yes. So y'all, <laughs> this is our season finale. <laughs> I'm keeping that. I'm not gonna edit it out just because it was that good. Yep. This is how we are, y'all. This is how we are. This is how we Embrace are. it. Oh my god. So yes, y'all, we are kind of sad that this is our season finale. However, we are going to keep coming to y'all with that fire week yeah. after week and yeah. post after post. So you gotta follow us to stay in tune. Yeah, we ain't going nowhere. We're not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. What is that? Um who is that? We ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. We can't no nope. bad boys. That wasn't so cute. Yeah, that, that was bad boy. Mm-hmm. I was, yes. it was coming to me. Mm-hmm. Was it the <laughs> voice for life? She was out yes. in the wilderness by See? herself. <laughs> I was not in the wilderness by myself. Well, yeah. I'm put Kay in the wilderness. I don't. Trying Kay be trying to go in the wilderness trying to put me in the forest. You know this already. Okay. <laughs> Kay don't want no bugs but Speaking. all the forest. Okay. None of <laughs> What? <laughs> it's the whole thing. Well, it's the whole <laughs> we'll have to fill you in. <laughs> No, we got to talk about it now, Kay. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but we got to talk about how you went to the party one time and it was people giving each other forest pussy. Oh, my God. uh, What? (laughs) Wait. Wait. Where did we just go? I worded it wrong. It it was poor, but it Kay is a forest pussy. Yeah. Yeah, that was what we coined it. So I went to this uh, festival a few years ago. I went to a festival a few years ago. It'll lead right into what I wanted to talk about, actually. But I was at a... Oh, yes. (laughs) Just watch how I segue this. But I was at a festival a few years ago, and it was completely outdoors, in the forest, in a quarry park, and it was a whole lot of fun. However... The showers were only cold, so the majority of people were not showering because I, for one, was just making sure, you know, I brought my wet wipes and stuff because I was not taking cold showers. (laughs) It was only a couple of days, y'all. Please don't judge me. Everybody was kind of (laughs) funky. But anyway, with that being said... It was people out there still having sex. Like, I could hear y'all in y'all tent, and y'all got dirty forest dick and dirty oh, forest pussy, and oh, that is disgusting. Okay. The imagery. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Like, wow. Oh, y'all nasty, nasty. nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm disturbed. <laughs> they probably had cold showers. Mm-hmm. You know, it really don't matter. It's like, as you wash your cooter cat. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't getting them that cold baths. water. <laughs> 
Where are we going? Where's where's happening here? Just tell me. Let me segue now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm wanted to talk about our weekend with it being Labor Day weekend and us all, you know, doing different things and being out. Some people was out in the wilderness. The wilderness of COVID. I cannot. <laughs> As Girl, <laughs> I am bracing myself. The like what is did that? <laughs> that was cold. That was very was smooth. <laughs> You know, like Kaby saying some wild stuff, and you'd be like, "Where the hell is she going with this?" But then she does it so smoothly, you'd be like, "No!" And then have the audacity, right? Like the wilderness. That was great, y'all. Keeping all this, I'm not editing shit. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. let me say, Nia, I have to hear because you used the term earlier that I thought was so fitting. You said what about? All of this wilderness of COVID out here. Yeah, like all weekend I've had invites to all type of, you know, gatherings, get togethers and holiday. And I'm like, y'all, it's COVID as fuck outside. And y'all just want to be outside, like kicking it. Like it's COVID everywhere. And it's, it kind of blows my mind. And then you know what else blows my mind is that people get offended when you deny an invite. They're like, oh, you want to come to my barbecue? It's going to be lit. We in the backyard. It's going to be this. And I'm like, uh. I'm a pass. Mm. <laughs> and they be like, oh, you acting funny. You don't want to. No, it's just COVID as fuck. No, like, man. who wants to be mm-hmm. there with the mask on? Like, I would love to have a great time. Please don't get me, you know, yes. misunderstood. But, yeah. it's yeah, it's just way too COVID outside for me. <laughs> way too yeah. COVID. I yeah. like that, that's but sad. I hate it. Yeah, but that's the truth. I've been out here in the COVID, you know, COVID forest in this wilderness. (laughs) We came all the way from Atlanta. So I'm taking advantage and meeting everybody. But last night I went to um, one of my girlfriend's birth. She threw a birthday party for her um, boyfriend. And I was like, all right, COVID out here. I need to be mindful. I'm going to take my time. I'm only going to be here for a little bit. (laughs) Show my face, go in and out. I even text y'all like I'm gonna be in and out and I'm gonna work on this, on this workbook. <laughs> I was there for a couple hours. Okay. Mind you, you know, it ran a little bit on CP time, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. So it was a few people in the corner. It was like a couple of us girls, maybe like five, and I'm thinking, you know, it's gonna be a total of like twenty people. We're gonna be spaced out, cool. I'm gonna leave early. We went to go get the cake. By the time we came back in the room, it was like a house full of niggas. Like, where did these people come from? Like, wait a minute. And you know, if it wasn't COVID, it, it wouldn't be anything. But because we've been in the house and this whole 14-day quarantine, you know, it hits a little different. You're just mm-hmm. like, ooh, it's getting a little mm-hmm. tight up in here. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. I need to move around. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I dipped out a little early. I think we forget. I think sometimes I know I am. You know, I had a COVID scare like earlier this month, um, well, late or mid August, um, where I thought I had come in contact with somebody who tested positive. So I ended up having to go get myself tested. Luckily, I tested negative. But, you know, just the fact that I ended up having to tell my family, tell uh, my significant other's family, you know, and worry about them. And if I tested Mm -hmm. positive, how would that work for them? And, you know, just all the different things that go along with it. I was like, you know what, I'm not... 
I don't want to play anymore. I thought it was <laughs> sweet, you know. But that's just my outlook. You know, like, of course, we get bored and we want to do things. You know, Lou, you're visiting from Atlanta and Chicago, and I get that. You want to see your family and your friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of going to we gatherings are. and stuff. We and then you turn around and you be like, mm-hmm. oh, y'all said it was only going to be 10 people. It's about 30 of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, yes. but yep. what do you do, right? What do you, what, what, what can you do? People so desire crazy. companionship as part of mm. our care for mm-hmm. as individuals we we crave exactly. human interaction and thank god we do because the technical world is definitely taking over child and you would think that the separation of human interaction is definitely being overpowered and saturated by technology but thankfully you still got those folks that's just like i just want to be around my people i just want to be around mm-hmm. the energies you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's part mm-hmm. of that's part of I didn't even mean to segue into this, but it is what it is. That's part of the episode. So, okay, I'm going to hand it back mm-hmm. to you because I don't want to step hey. on nobody's toes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I want to share with y'all some, okay, y'all may, this is a judgment-free zone. Right. <laughs> okay. I love the stories that start <laughs> off like that. Continue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As y'all are listening, y'all may think I'm a little crazy, but have are you guys those people that when you can't find anything, somebody stole your shit? Are y'all those type of people? No, almost. I am that person. If I am that person, I I automatically think somebody took my shit. So, as you know, I sell water bottles, right? These crystal water bottles, Mm. and I bring it with me wherever I go. I've been holding on to this water bottle. Nothing, you know. I've been holding on to it strong. It hasn't broke. I haven't lost it. And I'm on my way to the party, and I I know I brought this water bottle. And I threw it on the car floor before I left because I was like, I don't want nobody to look in the car because I'm on the south side. I'm like, I don't need no problems with the car. (laughs) I threw it on the floor. And then when I come back and I realize like, oh, where's my water bottle? I'm looking on the floor. I can't find that shit. I was like, this is weird as fuck. I cannot, you cannot miss this big ass water bottle. Uh So then I look on my side. I look in the back. It's not there. So I tell my husband, I was like, look, somebody stole my water bottle, yo. He was like, He was like, are you sure? Like, just your water bottle? I was like, yes. I looked everywhere, and it's not there. Like, my water bottle is gone. I cannot find it. It's a big bottle. You cannot miss it. He was like, babe, so they didn't didn't take anything out the car but just your water bottle? I was like, I know it sounds crazy as hell, but yes. (laughs) So this morning, I wake up, and I go check the car. I even call my girlfriend, like, did I bring the water bottle inside? Like, I, I don't know why I would do such a thing, but did I? She's like, no, you didn't. So I go back in the car. I can't find this water bottle for nothing. I'm searching everywhere. When I go out later in the, in the afternoon, I'm trying to adjust the seat. And I hear the crystals going, like, just <laughs> making some noise. Girl. And I was like, see, I knew it. This water bottle's in here. It's just crazy. I just asked. I kept asking God in the universe, please let this bottle pop up. Please let this bottle pop up. Oh I goodness. can't find it in the house. I can't find it in the car. And sure enough, it was stuck in the wires, like, under your seat. Like, it mm. was Damn. stuck. Mm. hidden but yeah i'm one of those people that just be like somebody stole my shit and i'm i'm just you know don't judge me i shared this shit with y'all but <laughs> no judgment. it sounds a little crazy it, i feel like that was god's way of telling you like okay baby now chill it ain't always that <laughs> type stuff because it was right where you left it honey okay i think that was a lesson to <laughs> somebody hit it it wasn't me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Hey, it'd be like that though. It'd be like that. But yeah, enough of my banter. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. So y'all, 
like we said earlier, this is our season finale. But last week, we dropped something different for y'all. We did a live Zoom where we were just transparent as fuck. Sis Mm -hmm. was transparent as fuck. So if you did not go check that out, please do so. You can find that on our Facebook page and our Instagram. Now, this episode, we want to talk about a little something, you know, that I think that we all need, especially as Naima said, how she was about to segue into it. We talking about self-care, y'all. And sis is feeling herself. So, yes, I'm feeling myself. But here's a question. What is self-love to y'all? Like how for yourself or how for you would you define that for yourself? Naima. For me, uh, self-love, and I'm still learning on a daily, y'all, okay? It's nothing that is ever mastered, I don't think. Well, at least not at my age, but um, I have a lot more learning to do. But I think it's just doing what makes you feel good and what's good for you. Because everything ain't good for you, even if it feel good. You feel me? Um, but <laughs> good for you. Right. If Doing things that make you feel good, but that are also in turn good for you. And like I said earlier, that could be just companionship, you know, just human interaction, spending time with friends, spending time with family. That's, that's an endorphin. It makes you feel good. That could just be setting up, you know what I'm saying, your bathroom, set your bathtub up with your bubbles and your whatever. And, and it can get to those things, but it could just be sitting in silence. It's so many different ways that you can love yourself. And I'm learning to utilize what works for me when it works, what's appropriate for the season. So I'm, I'm grateful for the journey of self-love and what I'm cultivating within myself. Let me ask a little bit deeper real quick while you're on that subject. Mm-hmm. When do you remember falling in love with yourself? Because Ooh. I think that that has a lot to do with how we view what self-love is. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Um, Well, if I can be transparent. <laughs> so growing up, I was always self-conscious, right? I was self-conscious about my nose I was self-conscious about like my feet I was self-conscious about like my body like things like that just things that I feel like girls go through and we all have our own custom whatevers right so I feel like I came to an acceptance of just like "Mm, girl this is you this who you are embrace that embrace that shit okay (laughs) and and run with it I think it was mmm I feel like when it was around the time I got pregnant with my first, oh, oh, I just had a moment. Oh, I didn't, I, I've never. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a groundbreaking break, oh, epiphany just yes. now? Yes, okay? I've never said that out loud. I've never, I just put that together right now. Anyway, yeah, I think it was when I got pregnant with my oldest because it was like, oh, you able to do this too. Like, oh, okay. And that may not be everybody's journey and that's fine because we're all beautiful in our own ways. But for me, I think it was that. And it was me having my baby and my baby, you know, I don't know. It's a connection. I can't find a word for it right now. But growing into that and becoming a mother and and starting things like that, it made me look at myself different. 
I think my hips spread a little more too, so I was a little more accepting. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to the adjustments and whatnot. But I think that's when it happened. Well, damn, you just be pulling shit out your bags and stuff. You know, you know look bags. at you. She got bags. Okay. <laughs> oh. What about you, Lou? <laughs> I'm sorry. I instantly thought a bag lady. <laughs> Um, okay, self-love for me is, um, you know, kind of just putting myself first, loving every inch of me or starting to or in the process, accepting me for who I am, learning mm-hmm. who I am, um, self-care, you know, um, just being more intensive to my wants, my desires and the way that I feel, my emotions, my being, my energy, all of that. And then as far as when I fell in love with myself when I started to um I feel like like I feel like that's a journey and you know sometimes you do sometimes you don't Mm -hmm. but when that began like really I would say I was in college I just started to not like really give a fuck about what people thought of me and I was just like literally in my own lane just doing my own thing and then once I got out of college, that's when like things solidified when it came to like the opposite sex of self-love. I was just like, you know what? I'm putting me first. I'm about to fall in love with me, get to know me again. And mm-hmm. as I do that, then every abundance will happen. Like things will gravitate to me. Um, I feel that. But yeah. And then I feel like I'm on this, like where I am right now in life, I've plateaued to a different level of self-love like I am falling in love with me again because you know I just had a baby about a year and a half ago so you go through this period of like unknown so I am like I feel like I'm on the top of my game you know when you turn 40 and you turn 50 you just feel more elevated so I think I'm at that place in my life but to answer that yeah a couple years ago maybe when I was in college my 20s Mia? Um, self-love for me. Uh, uh, I think I really started falling in love with myself when I began to unconditionally accept me for who I am, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, people always have their opinions of you. They always will. It's inevitable. Um, but when I started to realize what I had to offer and what I bring to the table, and that I can run neck and neck with anybody. You know, I used to get intimidated in certain rooms with certain type of people. Um, mm-hmm. But once I started really knowing my value, my self-value and my self-worth, um, then I began to love who I am. Um, and that that was a long time coming. You asked um, when did that happen for me. I was in a very, very toxic relationship from um, the age 16 to probably around like 21 And after that ended and I started my job um, at the airline, that opened my eyes up to a whole nother world of living. I was exposed to travel and a different breed of people I had never really surrounded myself with. Um, And I began to see that I was worthy of being in this setting. I'm worthy of, you know, of traveling and the things that I had not seen myself worthy of having before, Mm -hmm, for lack of a better mm -hmm, word. mm -hmm. Um, And that's when my my thought process started to shift about myself. And now, current day, just like Lou, I just had a baby a year ago. My baby will be one in October. And I think I'm still growing 
and still learning how to continue to love myself because I knew how to love just Nia when I was only Nia. But now that I have a second person to love, you know, learning how to love myself and continue that same self-love that I had for myself pre-baby mm-hmm. is a challenge. Still trying to figure that out. But mm-hmm. I think my advantage was that I was able to form that love for myself before adding another person to the mix. So I think I'll survive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you surviving. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I feel everything that y'all were saying. I especially connected, of course, with you, Lou, and Nia, because you guys most recently had babies. My youngest is two and going to be three in April. But, of course, I'm about to pop another one out. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that definitely does. Like, going through the change of becoming a mother like changes a whole lot about how you view yourself Mm -hmm. and that's a whole topic in itself we'll get to that in a second but so self-love for me is being able to put myself first and not feel like it's a selfish thing to do because somebody once told me that you can't pour from an empty glass And I felt that wholeheartedly because I would try to continue to give and give and give to people, but I wasn't pouring back into myself. And that was not okay because eventually, you know, you give so much away to other people and you don't have enough for yourself Mm -hmm. and then you run yourself down. That's Mm -hmm. not self-love. Right. So having to get out of that mindset was hard. And I can say that I am still honestly learning how to do that because of all of these changes. But I think that I probably fell in love with myself. And I use that term loosely just because I don't think that I knew then what it really means like I know now. Mm -hmm. But I would say I fell in love with myself after having fuckboy situation after fuckboy because self-esteem plays a whole lot into your self-love too. And, you know, feeling like when you're with people who don't make you feel, you know, that worthy feeling, Mm -hmm. it really does a whole lot to your internal, you know, and that's not self-love either. But Mm -hmm. on the flip side, it's a work in progress every day for all of us. Yep. Naima, you got something to say? I just wanted to uh, add on to something that you mentioned in your statement when you said, you know, pouring from an empty glass. I think part of, or I know, and I'm learning this too, that part of self-love is having the ability and the power and the will to say no. Mm -hmm. Um, I think us as women are naturally pleasers and nurturers of just people. And so a lot of times it's hard for, for most women, I feel, to say no to certain things so we'll stretch ourselves for the sake of being strong but I am learning that it's okay to say no and if you if a relationship is touched in any way because you said no for the sake of your self-care then mm-hmm. that's even better because now you didn't now now somebody didn't reveal themselves to who to who you, they are to you so I think that's awesome that you mentioned that because no is strong mm-hmm. yeah What's something that you guys do to show yourself that you love yourself? Are there particular acts or, you know, things that you like to partake in, surround yourself with, etc.? What are those things? Nia? I think Naima mentioned earlier, like, bubble baths and <laughs> different things that you could do for yourself. I personally feel like that's those are great acts that you could do for yourself. But for me, that's not, like, true acts of self-love. 
Um, and the reason I say that is because self-love is so internal. It's so deep um, in yourself. And when I mentioned I became just unapologetically accepting of who I am, you know, I, I have tendencies about me. I'm quiet sometimes. I'm awkward sometimes. I'm misunderstood sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people say that I make I talk to them and make them feel stupid. I don't think so. I feel like I talk <laughs> to you and I try to inform you in case you don't know. You know, but, you know, just being accepting of who I am, really who Nia is and how I'm received and being okay with however you choose to receive me Mm. because I know who I am. So however you choose to feel about me is how you feel, but I know who Nia is. So once I started to really, truly accept myself in all my quirky ways, all my, all my flaws and all, all the things that I do and just really be like, you know what? I'm a boss ass bitch (laughs) and mean that shit and really Mm -hmm. believe and walk with your head held high and, Mm -hmm. you know, feel that confidence inside of you to, to be able to, um, you know, say no in certain situations and turn down certain things because you know that that's not, that's not your thing. You know, like just being accepting of who you are truly. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge act of self care. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I just want to like dig a little deeper off of what Nia was saying. I feel that all the way. But to dig deeper, like for me, um, self-care is having a period of retrospect, you know, just looking inward. Like I I go through these spurts um, and Naima can attest to this um, or any of my close friends. I I go through like this quiet period and Mm -hmm. that's when I'm like really diving in, taking time to, to figure out what do I like in the moments? Like, and I think that's part of self-care because you have to learn yourself. You have to, you have to heal here. I keep going back to this healing and there's all this deepness. Um, but you it's have to necessary. Look, it so is. Necessary. Yeah. You have to look inward. You have to have these moments of reevaluation of yourself. As you evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't remain the same person. Yeah. You know, like we are not the same people we were last month. We are not the same people we were last year. Right. We're not the same people. We are not the same people in our 20s, you know. So, okay, you're not the same person as you were in your teens. Right. Um, or when you were 21. So we have to go through these periods of, you know, just reevaluation for ourselves and, you know, just dig deep to figure out what's needed for me to even, you know, manifest different acts to feed my soul, to feed me. Like, what are my needs in this moment? Because my needs are not the same. Like, the needs of now are very different. Mm-hmm. We can go into love language as well. Like, my love language in the past, I would say, is quality time. Now that I have a child, I, I need needs of acts of service. Like, I need things done because mm-hmm. that helps me with my time. That allows me to be flexible. That allows me to do things that I would like to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not stretched when I have acts of service. Um, yep, same, you know, done. Um, but you know, besides being deep, I would say like other things such as treat, treat yourself, you know, like we work hard, you know, if we're unemployed shit, we work hard as a mother, we work hard as, as a spouse, you -hmm. know, in our household, we all household managers, not by choice, you know, Mm -hmm. it just kind of falls on us because we're women. Mm -hmm. So taking time to shit, just go for a walk with nature, you know, like you said, Naima, taking a bath, lighting your candles, 
lighting your incense, your Palo Santo, mm-hmm. you know, smoke you a little spliff if you need some, if you mm-hmm. need a little joint. <laughs> Have something. a glass of wine, <laughs> right. you know. It's all me personally, part of it. so many things you can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I do my sound bowls. I I listen to music. Music charges me. Mm. Um, but you know, there's different ways for self love. I love to eat, mm-hmm. so I, <laughs> I like to try to restaurant. <laughs> but yeah, I think it. You know, it starts with just being unapologetically you, and to do that, you have to like dig deep to figure out who are you. What do you like in this moment? Yeah. And be oh, okay and, with what it is. And don't yeah, think you have exactly. to fall in line with the trends or the status quo. Like, whatever it is, be okay with that. Because mm-hmm. if that's what brings you joy, who's, who, who's right is it to judge what you like? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Nia? You have to be authentically yourself. Mm-hmm. I think I began to realize when I was actually falling in love with myself, when I was so comfortable being alone. Mm. I yeah. got to the point where I was Feel like... like mm. Oh, I don't even want to invite anybody out with me. I'm going to go by myself. Like, I used to go out by myself, Mm -hmm. get dressed up, and just go sit at a bar looking cute Mm -hmm. and fish. (laughs) (laughs) I was single. I'd be reeling them in, you know. But that I had my best moments Mm. by myself. I even got so comfortable with who I am and what I like and what makes Nia tick and what Nia likes to do that I took a trip by myself to London and Paris for my 30th birthday. Mm. That's like awesome. just hop the plane like you know what i'm just gonna do this yeah you know because you get so tired of waiting on other people and then when you're with other people we don't if you haven't mastered the art of self-love or self-care sometimes you'll find yourself um a- compromising your happiness to appease other people yeah yes. so you'll be in a situation where you really don't like this person that you're out with tonight or you really don't like this person that you're going on a date with or whatever but you know i don't want to be alone tonight so i'm just gonna deal with it and i'm just mm-hmm. you know put a smile on or i'm gonna go to this restaurant i don't really like the food but i'm gonna go because they want to go no stop doing that mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. doing yeah. that do what makes you happy yeah. and then when you and then when you do things that make you happy you'll start attracting people that just genuinely like you for you yeah exactly. because yeah. you you are not compromising your integrity exactly. to appease anybody else Ooh, can you say that last part again yes being true to yourself true. compromising what your integrity mm. Mm. Don't do exactly it. Mm, mm, mm. and that is you because if you're not being authentically you, you're attracting people who don't even like you. <laughs> like, you mm, know what I mean? Right. Because you're not being you. Yep. And once you can be unapologetically you and authentic and not compromise your integrity, like you're you're getting there. Again, it's a journey and it's things that we kind of still have to, you know, go back and forth with. Because I think that as women in general, we fall in and out of love with ourselves. It's it, you know, can be natural and it's okay for that to happen. Mm -hmm. You just got to be able to get back on track. Mm -hmm. I was actually out with my girlfriend today and she was just telling me. Um, that she was listening to T.D. Jakes. And just to summarize it, T.D. Jakes pretty much had a sermon out there saying, um, you know, people put labels on you. But who said those labels are true? Why do you believe them? You know, like, just because someone, you know, said that you're this, what makes, how, how does that validate that to be true? And why? And we fall into these traps of just believing because someone said something about us, then that just makes us who we are Mm -hmm. um, and defines us. But, you know, those are just labels. Those are labels. That doesn't Mm -hmm. make it factual. Mm -hmm. At all. Mm. So... So 
something that I read on Up Journey in regards to self-love. Just, you know, going back to something that you had said, Nia, said the self-love is important, of course, when it comes to setting boundaries and relationships, because once you have a clear understanding of what your boundaries are and you're able to set them, you're communicating that you value yourself. So you're setting the tone for the way that other people treat you by the way that you treat yourself. Mm. And I thought that was like... Damn, you're right. That's deep. That's Um, deep. That, for me, resonates in relationships, right? Mm -hmm. If you start a relationship with a toxic man, you know, a man who that you, you know, in the beginning stages of a relationship, you don't realize the toxic traits of individuals, right? Mm -hmm. But if this person sees you treating yourself as, you know, not valuing yourself as a certain type of woman, then they will feel like they are allowed to treat you how you let them because you Mm -hmm. don't feel that way about yourself. You don't value yourself enough to set that boundary Mm -hmm. to require more and just set that boundary on how you receive how they treat you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's Mm -hmm. when, that's when toxic behavior starts. You allow people to, you know, be verbally abusive, physically abusive, um, manipulative, get into your brain and, and, and make you feel a way about yourself. Some people are very strategic at doing that. They can do that. Mm -hmm. If you don't love yourself enough and know truly who you are, they will find a way to manipulate the way you think about yourself. Mm -hmm. That's some deep shit, right? When you, and, 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 and a person who has not, found that level of self-love within themselves is vulnerable to to that type of treatment people who are manipulative kind of seek those type of people Mm. um, because they're Mm -hmm. easy targets Mm -hmm. right so once you've mastered the art of loving yourself well you won't master because we're always learning right but once you've achieved a certain level of love and self-worth you'll realize that the type of people you attract in your in your atmosphere in your world are a different level of people. You'll start leveling up in how you, in the people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know um, who said it because uh, I can't find the quote. And it might have just been something I read, but I, I don't know if it was an actual like quote from someone. But it was that you can only meet someone as deeply as they've met themselves. Mm, wow. And right I was, in the Abdullah Abligada. Right. <laughs> okay. Right wow. Deep. And I and I remembered in a, a previous relationship is actually when I heard that because I just remembered like this person, you know, I felt like I was giving so much of myself to them and I was getting nothing in return. Mm. And I had to realize that it's because they didn't really know themselves Mm -hmm. and you know, they can't give me something they can't even give themselves. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that has a whole lot to do with it. And with relation in regards to relationships and personal and going forward that do you think, and I'm sure, you know, I probably already answered the question, but I just want to hear y'all's thoughts on it. Do you think that you can truly love somebody else or, you know, build something with them if you don't love yourself or if they don't love themselves, you know, like, is is that a hard thing to be able to put together? Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. I want to say, okay, on two sides, let me get my thoughts together. So like on friendships, on that relationship, um, cause that's a whole different thing too. Right. I think part of why 
we all or, or I say you three have connected so well is because of the understanding that you all have about yourselves within each other with, within yourselves excuse me I think that that's why y'all click so easy so and th- it don't really happen like that to be realistic so when it comes to friendships um especially depending on how long the friendship is I think you learn certain things later I think that also can relate and translate over to personal relationships especially depending on how long you've been there but I feel like in this day and age if you've if you're dating or if you you know you're single and you know you you looking to hook up or you know form something with someone I feel like the outlook is now different cuz people putting out there like say maybe we talk about your childhood traumas like that ain't that ain't shit that's like really been coming out that's part of conversation but niggas want to know up front like listen <laughs> okay cuz I ain't got time to play with you but I think that's part of self love because either I can that's something that I can take on or it's not and I've given that yourself the benefit as well as that person. And I think that that can mm-hmm. translate into any relationship. I feel like you kind of know what you're willing to work with after a certain point. Now, for me, childhood friendships, you learn people as they grow. Like Lou said, we learn how to adjust. We learn how to adapt. We learn how to evolve. That's part of that love that we have for each other and our love that we have for ourselves. Because it's like, all right, we're not the same people we was at 15. So, <laughs> so we got to, you know, you know, we've had our moments. So I think that that, it, I think that that's what it is about what you're willing to, um, take on, um, and your what, when you've learned things and also what you're willing to adjust to, if you're already evolving with people in your life. Was that a lot? I feel like that was a mouthful, but I feel like I got my point across. So oh, I'll just did. leave it you there. <laughs> Drop the mic. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> Ask, does anybody I, I want to answer that question. Yeah. Um, I think it's challenging, you know, mm-hmm. um, to build a relationship, whether if it's a friendship or like a, um, a intimate relationship romantically with someone who has not discovered them or themselves because there'll be moments where here you are in your glow, you're elevated, you're loving yourself, you're caring yourself. And because that person does not know what love looks like, they're looking at you like the hell are you doing? And they will try everything in their power without even knowing it to cloud your energy, to cloud your space or that love. They will project, you know, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. And they will project that onto you. And then next thing you know, you know, some in some situations, that negative energy feeds. It just attaches itself to you. And then it'll damper your love for yourself. Got you questioning yourself like, what? 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 The fuck? Oh, that's true. This, this yeah. ain't, this ain't it. This, this is not me. Been there. Like, I need to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there are moments when that happens or someone does not understand love and sometimes you have this love hate relationship going on in your friendship or in your um your romantical romantical (laughs) (laughs) i always say romantical from watching uh what is that movie little rascals (laughs) (laughs) um yeah from that relationship um Damn, I lost my train of thought as always. I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. I was like, she's she's that that moment just tripped her up and she's not coming back. <laughs> but pretty much But we but I feel you though, but I feel but yeah. But pretty much but pretty much because that person has not seen love. They don't understand love. They don't know how to love because maybe they haven't had an example. And that shit goes back to your childhood. Like if I were to date all over again, I would ask 
Tell me about your childhood. I want to know your traumas. I want to have you have you went through a journey of healing. All right, well then you need to do that first before we proceed. <laughs> because it affects your you know how you love you. yourself and yeah. the way you love yourself affects how you will love others. So to make it simple, my answer is hey. no. <laughs> Drop your mic. Right. <laughs> Yeah, my answer would be no, too, because, um, you know, how people feel about themselves projects into how they, you know, relationships. And we've talked about this in previous episodes time and time again, but that's so true. And um, actually, I was thinking about my two favorite favorite uh, self-help books um, that my grandma put me on, so shout out grandma, mm. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, Mm. has two really great books for self-help and self-love. I totally recommend them. The first one is called um, Your Erroneous Zones. And it sounds, yeah, it sounds like freaky, but it's not. (laughs) Look at y'all. Y'all, y'all, attention peaked. Let nasty ones know. Erroneous (laughs) means... Y'all just disgusting. (laughs) Erroneous is error, right? The error um, in which you see yourself. So the yeah, exactly. Mm, mm, Yeah. So uh, check out the book, y'all. The uh, your erroneous zones. And um, one thing I really loved about this book is one of his quotes was: "If you allow people's opinion." of you to matter more than your opinion of yourself what does that mean what are you saying Mm. about yourself you're saying Mm. that your opinion of me matters more than how I feel about me Mm. and that's Mm -hmm. really deep you know if Mm -hmm. and when people haven't you know I'm trying to tie it back into your question okay (laughs) but if people haven't um achieved that self-love within themselves then they're receiving other people's opinions and just other things that outside influence to affect how Mm -hmm. they feel about themselves and then that then projects into your relationship Mm -hmm. the other book Mm -hmm. um that Dr. Wayne Dyer has is pulling your own strings and Mm -hmm. um yeah super super deep books like the the guy is a genius when it comes to self-help and um all of his books are like easy read and like really great one of his quotes um that I really love is with everything that has happened to you you can either feel sorry for yourself or treat what has happened to you as a gift everything is Mm. either an opportunity to grow or an obstacle to keep you from growing you choose right so with that being said with relationships with people who have not gotten to that self-love they are going to be the woe is me type of person they are Mm -hmm. going to be the person that feels like every single thing that has ever happened to them in their life has you know blocked them from becoming great and stopped them from achieving greatness Mm. and just you know it's always everybody else (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) y'all can't see it but i can okay (laughs) and lou be catching somebody's ghost okay because she, she be feeling it in her shoulders child I... yeah. yes go ahead i'm sorry That's y'all have to point it out for the people so <laughs> feel this energy feel it yes. yeah feel that energy because yes. it's real like you know that 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 there's something about that you know in relationships go ahead Lou. go ahead Lou. light bulb light bulb, light bulb. <laughs> um uh two different <laughs> separate topics but but related um what you, everything you just said Nia just sparked this light bulb you know when you love yourself 
and you know who you are and what you stand for and what you don't and you are you follow that integrity like that just that bottom line of just sticking true to yourself you attract nourishing relationships and I feel the more that I love myself and the more that I stick to my guns and stay true to me as long as I I'm happy and I'm doing what I want to do you know reasonably and as an adult Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. I find myself cultivating more nourishing relationships with the relationships I already have Mm -hmm. um like with all my sisters I find myself being able to pour more into those relationships and I feel this new shift happening and maybe because I'm entering well I'm in my 30s and I'm you know discovering me and wanting to heal me that I'm able to be healed and pour into people that I feel like these relationships are elevating to a new level of friendship yes and mm-hmm. and I feel like because prior to then like prior to where I am now in my life I felt like I couldn't even have female friends, right? But now that I have female friends, or even last night I went to uh, that get together and at first I was like a little fearful, like I'm about to go to this place. I don't know nobody, what what the hell am I going to do? But when I went, it was all females, um, like her little friends that came and everybody came by themselves, but we all were able to feed off each other, nourish each other. And to be able to do that at this age and, you know, just to do that with people you don't know. And just think about the relationships that you're able to have with the people that you do know. You're able to elevate that to a whole new level of nourishment, love, just pouring into women. And then when you pour into women and these people, they're able to pour that love to the next person. You know, it just becomes like a little quick wildfire. It just like a sparks. Effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of that is you mentioned some books, Nia. So I do want to throw this book out here because when I was living in Tennessee, I, you know, I felt a little alone, but I found this book and it's called The Goddess Black Woman. And it just kind of like elevated my thinking to a whole nother level um, as far as women just being... Now I sound like a feminist, but women just being, um, you know, the tree, the source of life for man and civilization. Like he in this book, this man just or a female, I didn't even look to see who the author was, but this individual was able to just pour into this book, love affirmations to build you as a black woman. And that was just dope. That was dope. And that elevated the way that I was thinking, like, you know what, this person is right like I need to (laughs) I need to take this chip off my shoulder I need to like wear my crown and wear it proudly you know so that's my little tidbit that's all I got for now we have a key to the kingdom and my mm. say, uh, black is king voice mm-hmm. yeah I, that hit so hard man. that whole that whole piece. Oh, oh. Mm. whole thing so <laughs> I wanted to tie in just the fact that that is all so true because I feel like once we have that self-love and we're, you know, elevating ourselves, it does really allow you to elevate your relationships with other people. And I see that because I just, even among the four of us, 
Like if we, you know, know that we're having a bad day or, you know, something is going on, like we'll pop in the group chat with some inspirational quotes and some, you know, something that will uplift each other. And it's because we're on this journey together and we're loving ourselves, learning to love each other, pouring into each other. And that is important. And that's what sisology is all about. We are that sisterhood. We're trying to elevate each other and in every way that we possibly can. And one way that we are for sure going to do that same thing for each other and for all y'all listening, especially the ones who have already bought their tickets. Mm. But (laughs) for everyone else that still needs to get your tickets, Mm. please do so ASAP because you do not want to miss out on this lovely experience. We are trying to pour into you the things that we have been poured into what that did not make sense. The things that have been poured into us. I guess you we're Mm -hmm. able to re-pour that. And it's really uh, self-love is the love that keeps on giving because Mm. when you understand yourself self-love is the love that keeps on giving because once you understand yourself and you love yourself and you're able to do that for other people like you're in a whole nother space Mm. and we want to do that with our vision board party so Mm. on september 20th we are going to help raise your vibrations and help pour into you some self-love and give you some materials to help you really do some self you know, reflection for you to help you get you on track, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yes. And to add to that, we have a workbook mm. that kind of like helps dig deeper of everything that we're talking about right now. Yes. Like, yeah. We are so excited for y'all to see it, Seriously. to be a part of it, and to just be a part of this sisterhood that we are going to bring to you live on Zoom on September 20th at 4 p.m. Get your tickets. They're available on Eventbrite. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is sisologyglowgrow.eventbrite.com. Hey, we got that. Look. Okay. Nia, you go ahead. <laughs> what? What you got, girl? <laughs> well, I just wanted to um, pose this question, right? Well, not really a question, but a statement. Um, so we talked about all the different acts of self-love right you know mm-hmm. bubble baths um you know loving yourself being um unapologetic and how you feel about yourself but what about what we put into our bodies right mm-hmm. i think we don't think mm-hmm. enough about mm-hmm. that a it's lot of very the times important. when it comes to self-love um exercising and eating right is a very important part of self-love mm. i'm still learning that yes i'm still trying to master that Same. shout out because baby boo just weighed herself today and i am 20 pounds lighter than my pre-baby weight oh Ew. 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 Y'all can't see us, but we twerking for her. At least the the seated twerk. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But uh, especially after our last episode with with Shari Shari Smith, if y'all didn't check that episode out, make sure you do. The Mm -hmm. girls got all the juice. All the tea. On all the health and the health. Um, But I'm participating in her program, and um, I have all the products i've got um a multivitamin i've got meal replacement shakes i've got fiber supplements um and i'm really wanting to further my journey on my health mm-hmm. to complement my self-love right yes. Yes. i want to feel great inside and out and i already love the way i look i'm not you know I- i'm fine right. to feel if you ask right. me thank shit, you curves and all plus all of it and all all of it yes. but <laughs> but I, I, I want to make sure that I 
feel good on right. a daily That's basis. Important. I want to make sure that I'm truly loving everything um, from from the inside out. So I think that's super important for yeah. us to take away too. I yes, agree. Yes, Most yes. definitely. I could do better with that. I, sh- I swear I could. Uh, it's a journey. It's a journey, y'all. It's a journey. <laughs> you know, um, my husband and I, we actually do a fast every year. Like for the new year, we do like a 40-day fast just to have that feeling you know, to be more conscious. And, and I feel like when we do do that, um, and be more intentional, what we eat, what we intake, we already are conscious of like the products that we use. Um, but based off that last episode with Shari, I need to reevaluate because I do have a lot of seven generation in my house, all that. Um, but yeah, you, you feel different. Like, I don't know what it is about what you intake, but even when we do this fast, like I feel like every year when we do do it, it's like a year of abundance. Mm. So maybe it's, it's also on a spiritual tick. So that has some contribution to it, but also because you feel good, you're probably attracting goodness as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if y'all want to join the challenge, um, I'm going back to Atlanta uh, September 26th and maybe starting October, we're going to go on a little um, challenge of trying not to eat meat. So mm. maybe that's something we can start. Mm. Maybe I'll join mm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But What's baby that? likes cheeseburgers. Mm. Oh, you got to mm. get the baby the cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> make sure but they're, I what hate, a- I hate the way they make me feel, but they taste so good. But they're not have to good get, like, grass fed beef yes. or something. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't eat McDonald's often or even mm-hmm. like, you know, Burger King type of burgers and stuff like that. But like when I do, I feel it. Yep. Like I feel yes. the difference in my body. And yes. that's when I decided to really cut a lot of that out because I'm mm-hmm. like, ah. That's clearly not real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all know it blows me random. I hate those commercials where they're like, now serving 100% beef. What the fuck was it before? Right. Exactly. Was it 80%? <laughs> Thank you. Like, shit. <laughs> what was the other? But okay. it don't even look like it. You know, you sure. look at your, uh, well, I don't eat it either. But when I did, I would look at it like, this don't even look like it me. It doesn't even look like yeah. a burger. Reason was why I don't even eat Taco Bell. I can't even remember the last I time I ate Taco Bell. That's the mystery meat. Because it reminded me of meat. like dog meat. <laughs> maybe oh my yeah. Nowadays, people not even feeding that stuff to their dogs. I'm wearing past the damn dog aisle in the grocery store. They got dog food in the cooler. Like yeah, you fresh, exactly. fresh dog meat. So oh, wow. yeah. feed yourself well, people. Please. Feed yourself well. You'll clean. feel better. Eat clean. Most definitely. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, mm. it seems that we have to bring this to a close. But oh. again, don't be sad, y'all. We ain't going nowhere. We're just taking a little break. But okay. we will be back with some more fire for you. <laughs> and speaking of fire, Lou, I know you got some fire over there waiting with those affirmations to take yes. us out of here. Mm. You know, namaste, true, <laughs> Lou. <laughs> I got to give Kay her credit for that one. Um, I sure as hell didn't know what this segment was going to be called, but she she got that flow, honey. Working on your t-shirts as we speak. Yes, God. Hey. <laughs> All right. If you have not checked out our website, please go check that out today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, Link every day. Sysology.square.sites. Go check that out. All right. So, Namaste True with Lou. Um... I'm just gonna segue this. I'm gonna sing a little bit. I can't sing. Oh. 
Okay. okay. We can't see, right. but this is very fitting. And it's been on my mind all day. I've been singing it all day. Okay. Um, no, I'm not going to sing. I'm going to read the lyrics. Because <gasps> I, I was ready. ready. I was like, <laughs> right? I was the like, anticipation. Was <laughs> yeah, Let I can't sing. Yeah. Let us down. Because a rose is still a rose. Still a rose. Baby girl, you are still a flower. Still a flower. He can't lead you. And then take you, make you, and then break you. Darling, you hold the power. You hold the power. But that song is A Rose is Still a Rose by Aretha Franklin. And that song mm. is so powerful. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. You know, sometimes, well, back in the days when I fell down, I would listen to this song and it would just, like, give me life. Like, mm. you know what? She is right. I am a rose. Oh. And I hold the power. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, Let's go into these affirmations. Um, let's start with this one. Everybody knows this one. You was smart. You was kind. And you was important. <laughs> <laughs> so take that with you. Remember that. It's simple. Simple. Say that to yourself every day in the morning. Just remember to fall in love with yourself is the first secret to happiness. So just fall in love with yourself every day and you will see that abundance coming your way. And here's a few affirmations to take with you. Let's say the first one, I am strong. I am beautiful. I am creative. I am kind. I respect myself. I am brave. I am smart. I will succeed. I deserve the best. I make a difference. I am worthy of loving and being loved. I trust myself. My body and my feelings are valid. I'm doing my best. I am enough. And I am love. So say that to yourself every day. That I am love. And when you believe you are love, you become love and you spread love. So with that, we said love and light your way. And namaste. Mm. Bye, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. We'll catch y'all next season. So just to let you know, we are taking a break for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back in January. Yes. yes. And we love you guys. Thank you so we much. Love you and appreciate yes. y'all. Yes. Love y'all. Love this episode of Sisology? Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sisology the Podcast. And don't forget to go rate, review, and subscribe on all your favorite listening platforms. As always, we really appreciate your thoughts and feedback about our show. Got something you want to hear us talk about? Something you just got to get off your chest? Well, please send us your Dear Sis letters to DearSisology at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 312-970-1470. We listen to all of those voicemails and we just might use yours in an upcoming episode. This has been a Sisology production brought to you by the Sisters. Original music produced by Chief Zuka and Freak Van Workham. Mixed and mastered by the ladies of the Sisology team. Now keep in mind that the content of Sisology is strictly the opinions of the sisters. We are by no means professionals. Now remember, mind your business, boss up, and go have a dope ass week. Bye. <laughs>